Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Five times of going on tour. Join John Barnes, Jan Mulby, Jason McAteer, John Aldridge and Diddy Harmon live at the Empire Belfast on the 29th of August and the Academy Dublin on the 30th of August. If you are a Liverpool fan, you will not want to miss this amazing night of cheers, cheers and loads of beers. For tickets and more information, visit www.5times.co or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Five Times Tour. Don't miss out. Hi, this is Jason McAteer. Welcome to Five Times Seventh Podcast, where we're doing it live here at the Hilton Hotel in Liverpool. Thank the Hilton for the hospitality this morning. Um, today we've got three players like last week um, we've got two players who have already done a podcast we've got ex-manager Roy Evans is with us um, the man himself super sub Dave Fairclough is with us and a man making his debut who needs no introduction you see him every week on Sky I don't know why because he's rubbish uh, Phil Thompson is with us today um, just a few things to, to talk about we've got still tickets only a handful of tickets available for Belfast and Dublin uh, next week um, for the, the Five Times Legends Tour um, you'll be able to get your hands on them tickets if you go on the Five Times Twitter account or if you go onto the website which is fivetimes.co um, go on the website if you need to know anything about the former players or anything really that's going on with the former players and, and the club all the information will be on there today we're going to talk about all things Liverpool obviously the season's underway we're going to talk about Liverpool's performance against Stoke um, everything else has been going on the weekend transfer targets coming in and going out um, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, obviously, the season's um, begun. I think it was a really good weekend. Obviously, we need to talk about Liverpool first. Liverpool Stoke studded off to a flyer, scored one, one disallowed. Looked lively. Was it the right decision to play him from the beginning? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I mean, it's too often I think Brendan has sort of put him on the bench and with the, the thought of bringing him on. And sometimes the game's over. I think if you're going to play them at any time. It's easiest as a player to start, and I think you know he showed the fact that he scored a goal, had a couple of good chances, and um, he had to be pleased with his performance. Yeah, even I just think people like people that likes Daniel just need a little bit of pushing. I think if you make it too easy for them and you say, "Oh yeah, we'll put you on the bench," say, "Get in there." There's too many players who actually play without an injury. I don't mean an injury, but a niggle. Yeah, and I, I think it's get out there. Once you get out there, you probably go. Oh my goodness, I feel great. And this is mm. this is. I think, so I think I think he just needs to say, hey, get out there and do it. Because I, th- I think in the past with Daniel, I think it's been made too easy for him to sit out of games, which which he's not felt 100. percent I'm, t- I'm talking about like in in the situation where Aspas obviously Sturridge has missed quite a lot of the preseason because he was injured, uh, and Aspas has played up front for quite a, quite a lot of the games as a centre forward. All of a sudden, Studdage gets himself probably seventy percent fit, and the manager decides to go mm. with him up front. Yeah. Are we are we saying looking at that? Are we saying that Aspas isn't his centre forward? Well, I, go on, Jimmy. I, I think I think the, the you, you play to the opposition a little bit in that, in that season. I don't think Aspas really suited playing up against the likes of his and Shawcross. So I thought it threw out a really positive message 
the you know, of intent. Certainly, when the when the team was announced in the in the in the lounges around mm. the ground, it, it clearly looked a very offensive team, and, and I think probably that would have thrown a little bit of a, a span in the works for for Stoke because they they didn't probably expect Sturridge to start. I love that. Not only Sturridge, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't have thought Stoke would have said Aspas to start. Pump. Probably storage because Aspas being very very slight in this game, seen against Celtic in, in the game over in uh, in Dublin, is that he found it difficult against extremely physical guys. Yeah. And I think, and I was made up, Davy, because I, you look at it and the way he played him, it was like the th- Coutinho. Storage and Aspas, there was a lot of movement, and they were all getting in between, well, in, yeah. in getting in between spaces. And I, I think that is what caused Stoke a lot of problems. Well, was our judgment clouded then through pre-season with the games that we had? Because I mean, I obviously done the media, and, and, I, and we were talking about pre-season, and I didn't really feel it was a real test for Liverpool this pre-season. There wasn't real any no, real opposition the, to offer a real physical test. The pre-season, what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah. sorry, what I'm saying is, like Tom was right. I think Aspas come up against two physical centre-halves against Celtic probably for the first time in pre-season and then obviously going into the season is that is that a good way to a, is that a good way to go into pre-season having not played against anyone really physical are, you, are, you, are we getting clouded our judgement I think you know, pre-season is about getting fit you don't want injuries right. I mean it's all about as, as on the coaching side you don't really worry about you, you want to see the results you want to get results for confidence and different things but at the end of the day it's not about it's not about winning everything. It's about getting the fitness, getting the balance of your team, and different things. Well, people look at the, the score. Like, I think it was eighteen. Was it eighteen scored and only two conceded? I think it was something like that in pre-season. Did we get carried away with that? Um, I, I never do. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pre-seasons never ever really worry me unless you're getting beaten every single game. You're losing lots of goals. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're things that you can work on because that's what it is, and, and you try and. and you're actually when you're behind the scenes you, you, you're counting minutes what everybody does so yeah. if you're counting minutes right how many has he played how many is he, he needs to, and you're even the, the amount it tells you that yes they're important because you want to play and we've seen the fantastic scenes in Bangkok Jakarta and, and Melbourne it's that has to be done it's PR, it's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. so it's all about getting a good balance and I think um, okay it's the not Top class sides, not too many, unless you're playing like the Emirates Cup or the Ajax. Yeah. Remember, you played in the Ajax. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you go, they're a little bit too difficult because you're playing like sort of a Saturday and a Sunday, mm. and then that takes its toll on maybe about six or seven players after playing the two. But if you if you're going to use twenty players or twenty you know twenty four players as they as they have done, why not try to be extended a little bit? So if you played at different opposition, I mean, in years gone by. I mean, Liverpool historically played in, you know, a lot of their, uh, their warm-up was in Europe and, um, and were extended quite well. In, in Europe, in, in when they were in America last year, they did play sort of stronger opposition as well. Playing, playing. I, I thought, like Jason, I don't think the, the games were, were particularly the, the, that, that tough. And I, 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 I would say, I, I think if you, if you play your own tempo, I know the heat was affected the, uh, the, the overall fitness, yeah. but I would have liked to have seen them play a little bit more of a stiffer opposition. You made a great point there about, and I think, I think it's gone now. I think playing, hundred percent fit, it just didn't happen in our day, did it? Or certainly didn't happen 
going back probably to yours I mean with different generations but I, don't, I think ours as well well you go back I even think, further than that to be fair we, we never had any fit. we never had any medical <laughs> qualified medical staff in the early yeah, days you know yeah <laughs> so you know, my knees <laughs> we all did our little bits and whatever. I went to Lillishaw for two weeks I think I was the most qualified which is again <laughs> and now it's probably gone a little bit Overkill. There's no way I'd let that you give maybe, me the kiss yeah. of life. There's no way I'd let that. <laughs> no, there's no way. By the way, I would kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> let him die. I think it's been made like that for the size of the squads and how it is. But I think it's also how well you're doing in the side, and that's the way it was when we played. Roy, when, when we were there, when you were a reserve coach, if you were doing your business and you could have a, an ankle which was swollen or a knee swollen, they just looked at you and they went, stared at you, Joe Fagan. I can remember him. Are you fit? And you look at him and you go, yeah. and your knee's killing you. And you go, yeah, I'm fine. And you went out there. That's what I was saying about you studies. Didn't you, went, either, did you? you didn't well, want to lose. That, but it, you yeah. knew you were. Yeah. If, if you weren't playing quite well, and because we were beating everybody, they looked at you and they, and they went like, are you fit? And you'd go, yeah. Now, they wouldn't ask that, no. If, if they thought and you weren't playing well, they would just go, right, you're on the bench this week, just so you know, you, there's only one so. So that's the way we, it was. Um, so it, so it, it literally was going out. And you pushed wrongs or rights of it. Because <laughs> I look at my knees yeah. now and I think yeah, well, there was a lot, lot of wrongs. Yeah. Yeah. But it I wouldn't give it up for anything. The thing, that was a good point that you made there. We, we played Forest away, I don't even remember. And Dean Saunders, we had, it was a corner, we were defending, I was on a far stick. And Dean Saunders, it was sort of a 50 50. And he came in with his elbow and he caught me right across the forehead. And um, split my head open. It was blood everywhere. And I just, I was lying on the floor. It was like, you know, when you bang your head against the kitchen cupboard and it's that proper stinging pain. And Mark Leather come on. And I, I said, I'm not coming off. I'm not coming off. Because I just thought, if I'm out the team, I'm, I'm never going to get back in. I'm not coming off. And he says, you're going to have to, you're going to stitched up. <laughs> and I remember going to the, the sideline and the gaffer Roy saying to me, let's have a look at it. And he took the bandages off. And I had this big, massive gash in my head. And he just went, you're coming off. I had 13 stitches in my head. But instantly you think, I ain't gonna, I'm going to lose my place in the team. I, you just you just don't think of how bad the injury is or how bad you are. That, that's what it was, I felt. It well, that's where the medics make it. the decision at the end of the day. They look at it and yeah. they can say, but I, I, I like, and that's the attitude you want from your players, but the medical people have to make that decision. And Do you think they think like that now? Which players? Players. I think, I, I think, I think they worry about I missing. Think there's, I think there's more who want to be 100% fit to be able to perform yeah. and it's not like that mm. you, you can ask anybody who's played sort of between 300 and 600 games in the Premier League they would all say how many games they've actually played oh, you're Ryan Giggs I'm full I'm, I'm, for years mm. how many? and they would go there's not too many yeah. where would have felt 100% do you have any Dave? Any injuries? I think I think these days I think they do want to see you scientifically, you know, sort of in condition. Uh, I mean, I, I think I don't, they don't take it, they don't take it oh, very much. So, but yeah. there's there's too much. Uh, well, they forget about adrenaline when adrenaline. You know, you might feel injured on a Friday. Well, you might feel injured on a Friday, but come Saturday lunchtime, once the adrenaline kicks in, yeah. then it becomes a completely different. How many times uh, you have a jam before you play? A jab? Yeah. Never. 
I used to get them all the time on my backside. Well, I think it was a needle. Well, said that. Remember, you used to do a fitness test. Fitness test of you away from all the biggest jobs. I was run down the corridor. The hotel. That was the thing. Things things have changed, and I think they they do want to think have players in the peak in peak in peak fitness. You know, pick up your pick up your slippers or something. Brilliant. Uh, going back to the game, we got sort of sidetracked there. <laughs> sort of the back four or the back five really picked itself through pre-season because it's done so well. Is is that the back five you, you're looking at now? Because for me, Torre coming in wasn't going to be a regular. Is that the back five you're looking I, at now I, to play I, the I, season? I would totally agree. Maybe a, a bit of disrespect from myself to Colo Torre because I, I worried. And with mm. Carra retiring, I thought Colo Torre, yes, I admired him. And I thought he's a very good professional, of good sort, of good stock. And I thought he'll do well in and around the dressing room. I think he'd be great. But we need another commanding centre-back. And I know the boy Papadopoulos was and was a good player. What I believe is his knee is not uh, up to scratch. So I was thinking, well, maybe not. But the more I've seen him in the pre-season games, his attitude, his commitment, his positioning... Everything about it, I went, I'll tell you what, you're going to be special. And I know, speaking to one of the players, he went, he is not. He might start, he will start the season. Do you, do you think Stoke offered that? You know, obviously we know Stoke from the past five seasons in the Premier League. and They're very physical, aren't they? They like to get the ball forward, very direct. Mark, you've changed that for you. Did they offer that physical challenge that Liverpool, well, we expected Liverpool's... Back five to be tested. Oh, very much so. I mean, one or two challenges early on by Shawcross, you know, was uh, was testament to, to the fact that they came exactly. They, they came with the same yeah. they came with the same idea. You know, Wilson in the midfield there, uh, in Zonzi. They were they were they were as physical as as they've always been. Mm-hmm. Huth, you know, gave a, gave a couple of uh, and a lot of niggly fouls going on on, on Saturday. But yeah. I think certainly speaking to some Stoke fans after the game, they were pleased that they did actually sort of pass the ball around more. Even speaking to Terry Conroy used to play for Stoke mm. I mean he said watching Stoke over the last four or five years it's been a drudge and he's commentated on it regularly he said this week he said he actually had something to say and, and they were pleased I would I would I worry about them yeah, I would Stoke, Stoke. I would. if you like it I mean yeah. Tony Pulis had his own system and I, I believe that you can play anywhere you want football should be diverse everyone hasn't got to be like Barcelona and at the end of the day they got reasonable success for Stoke to get in the top half of the table in different places one season where Stoke has has had a bit of a struggle but they still finished okay Mm. why do you release somebody and those same fans who criticised were the same fans who glorified in the way they played and the way we were and there was a a siege mentality and we're alright we don't care And, and he's right Stoke should only be concerned with what their fans think and what the board of directors and and that is it and I know it's it's whether it's we all don't like it or what whatever yeah. that is the way they what play. they did for me is that Dave was right about the niggly bits and all that they had that still there but they didn't have the presence in the box where you're under severe pressure I mean That's look, our, our goalkeeper to be fair <coughs> in the early part Minnie who ended up being the, the star at the end had a struggle mm, two or three crosses yeah. early on and okay that's maybe something he's got to improve on but they didn't put us under pressure we Liverpool don't have a 
a physical, I mean, height-wise presence. Yeah. You know, that's what that worries you about the team. It worries, me. It worries me, and it worried me about Saturday because yeah. it was Stoke, who still had your show across your hooth. You know, you'd be playing Crouchy on Zonzi. I'm mm. going, oh my goodness. And you go through our side, and I was thinking, oh, how are we, go, how are we yeah. going to deal with this? And I'm thinking, with the goalkeeper, I've not seen all the game, but with our goalkeeper, he's been, you need to come and try and be commanded. And he's come through traffic, and I think he's made a couple of errors coming for the ball. So it's there's a balance. I think we need... I don't know. We need a bit more presence. How, how many side. how many times have Stoke ever come and put Liverpool under pressure at home? Very few. The the, the results of the games against Stoke no, no, have all no, been no, nil nils. No, no, yeah. So the, so they didn't do anything. And they they didn't do as well, isn't it? Exactly. Stokes, that's yeah. and, and the Stoke fans they they weren't singing. You know, I know it's ironic, but uh, you know they, they they're singing. They were happy to see them passing the ball a little bit, and I, and I think that's a good thing personally. Well, I mean, to, I don't think they, you don't watch Stoke week in and week out and 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 and, uh, and think well I, I'm not paying for this as a product. They enjoy Enjoyed seeing what they what they saw at the weekend. I mean, so I, I think it's a good change personally. I wasn't a, a Pulis fan. I wouldn't be a Pulis fan. I'm a Tony Pulis fan because he sticks to Absolutely. what he thinks is in football. But all I'm saying is that they didn't stick the ball now. That that didn't come into play. Not having two dominant centre backs. Well, they never got the ball they never they never from so, from what we, who was reporting on the game. I think we had that much possession. They didn't manage to sort of get hold of yeah, causing they're, they're, they're that problem. That brings me on to you just saying there lots of possession. We've obviously seen that last season as well, didn't we? And there was a little point where I felt it was very similar to last season. Loads of possession, created loads of chances, mm-hmm. couldn't put the ball in the net. Did you get that yeah. feeling at one point? That, that's a worry. And obviously, you know, when the penalty came, you know, everybody it's must like, have said exactly the same. We Here we go again. Yeah. So it is a little bit of a, a concern that you have to be very, very clinical. I mean, okay, the goalkeeper made one or two decent saves, yeah. but I mean, there were also one or two positions where. There the, the might have been clever, cleverer um, efforts on goal, you know, and, and you know you could say, you know, maybe they, they were made slightly easier for the keeper. I tell you what, I, one thing I did feel, and I heard Brendan Rogers talk about it afterwards, saying about there's a, there's a camaraderie in this in this squad. Um, there's a different atmosphere in the dressing room. I think after the penalty save, you just brought up there how how much they got round him and shit and got round each other and we're all high-fiving and all that. I don't think we've seen that for a long, long time, have we? No. Well, I mean, you, you, certainly we, haven't, we haven't seen a penalty save at Anfield for a long, long <laughs> yeah. time. Do you know the last penalty save at Anfield? I mean, it goes an awful long way back. It yeah. was... Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> just going back a long, long way. It goes 1999. Uh, Vesterveld was the last penalty save at Anfield. So we haven't seen anything like that. Uh, no, it wasn't. It were uh, let me. I'll, I'll think about it. But it was Westerveld. But but certainly th- that that atmosphere. Once that penalty saved, the noise at Anfield wasn't as, hasn't been as loud like that since maybe so going back to Chelsea. Game, you know the Chelsea Liverpool the Chelsea teams, European Cups. It was an, an incredible. I mean Liverpool teams. Certainly our team. I can't speak for your team and your team. But look, our team was very very close, wasn't it? The camaraderie was very very close and a big thing was yours. Yours. There's a lot more. There's a lot more fun. Team. It's it's developed over a while, hasn't it? I know they started to drift in through your team, but you yeah. had all all a lot of English mates. Yeah, but Patrick and when Patrick come in, they bought into it, didn't they? Yeah, and Patrick yeah. was very much a part of it. Do you think it's it's going it's going now? Is it not? 
I think it's difficult because you, you've not got as many English there. No. Certainly, Cara going in. Cara was as, was as an important inside the dressing room. I don't mean just mean before the game, but I mean down at Melbourne mm. during the week. It's one of those guys who keeps everything going. There's the humour, there's, 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 there's laughing. It's because that's as important as it's what you pit. do on, on the It's outside on, the ground the as well, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we so dinner, didn't we, and all it's the it's and going to be different now. Um, and... I don't know the, the players with the reaction to that. I'd be tapping into that. Yeah, Brendan needs yeah. to tap into that and, and show them that again when he has a team. And we, you'd all have your different ways of doing things. And when you're having a little bit of a hard time, we we when Julia and myself were there, we, we, we'd get a, a, a montage of of good times, goals, saves by the keeper, good defending. I was never on a couple. It. Yeah, well, I said good defending. <laughs> <laughs> we, you, would, you wouldn't be present. You you need stuff. to tap into that. You need to show the players this is a special moment. And everybody spoke about it. Fans, players have talked about that moment. And you need to do that. And you come back maybe to Pepe Reina. And with Pepe, it's been a long time since he's made a, a save of importance, which has won you a game or got you. And that will happen. And yes, Mignolet has had a struggle and he needs to work on, on the crosses. But shot stop it, he yeah. did it for Sunderland. And that's what he's that's what he's done. Yeah. But it, it's got you an extra two points, which well, could be... Well, if they're saying the dynamics has changed slightly, which I feel it has. I, it was great seeing them celebrate you know, the penalty save and how close they all looked and all that. Has the Suarez situation changed that dynamic in the dressing room? Would that have had an impact? I think for once, I mean, not say for once, I mean, the, the, the other Suarez incidents that they, they didn't handle so well, I think this one they've, they've stood their ground and I think it's paid off. I mean, in the dressing room, no? Well, I think all, all the way through, I think so, because yeah. at the end of the day, they so, sort of said to them, OK, like, we don't, you're not going to go, we're not going anywhere. And we will. I've said personally that hey, if you've got a, a player who doesn't want to be there, he, it's it's can be a real bugbear to the, the squad. Yeah. He can sap all the energy. But they've said to him week in, week out, you're not going anywhere. Steven Zellard's got involved. Canada, I think, chatted to him at the end of the day. And maybe hey, he's going to stay and maybe he's going to do great things for us because he is a great player. There's no doubt about that. That I, I just hope that he, if he does come back, and I, and I believe he will because I think he looked, the, lad, the lad loves playing football. Body language looked different, didn't it? Body language was just, awful when he came shot. on to Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, absolutely, that's what I'm coming to. But I'm looking at the body language that that I see him being on the pitch on Saturday. Now, if he was going to be out the door, I don't think that that would have took place. No. Um, hopefully, they've handled it in the right way. Hopefully, he's apologised because that that can't be. And I know we've not heard whether he actually has. He well, hasn't. that's the thing. No, but going, does he need well, to? I think so. I does think it, so. Does he need to apologise? Because it sounds so. like he's apologised to the players. Does he need to apologise to the fans? And um, I would like it to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you would know, like it's it. it's quite easy for us to say. Well, as long as it's been done and Brendan's happy, and that's important. I just think it is such a big thing. We're we're proud mm. Liverpool fans, and yeah. and like we love our club. We think it should be, you know, privileged to play for the club. And Suarez doing what he did and how he went about. Listen, I was one of them at the end of the season. I said if Suarez was to say. I think my talents deserve Champions League football and then left it with the club to see what happens I'd have said you know what you do and you've, you've played your heart out every game for, for my club and, but it's how he went about it which I think upset us all and, and the excuses what he flagged up so I think it's all that but I think the club and come back to what Roy said I think they've handled it absolutely magnificently well, just to, just and 
you can't play a power and I, I do think Liverpool and Manchester United and even the way Spurs handle them with Bale in a different way because they're getting 85 it's only the structure that the payments of that 85 million do you think the club do you think the club have left themselves open a little bit by saying you know they come out and said Suarez is not for sale now everybody, everything's got its price everything's got its price now they've come out and said Suarez is not for sale and Brendan you know I've seen a lot of his press conferences and it's like question after question after question right the window is still open right do you think do you think if Madrid they've left him in a, in a sort of precarious position because if Madrid come in on the final day of the window and go is 50 million and the club now are going to have to think do we sell him yeah but you have to you can only deal with it on a day to day basis that's the way the transfer market is do you think they is. should have said something different no like, I think they should they, like, they, at the I, right I, prices I would say no, I, no because you then, then you're saying he's for sale right. I, I, they don't want to I'll tell you something so so I shouldn't say I spoke to Brendan after the game he actually I was with Ray <laughs> Clements which was great to see Ray there uh, at the game and as he was driving out Brendan he stopped and just had a quick chat about him and he was saying about Luis Suarez now pleased he was mm. so he's delighted that the guy wants to stay listen remember this guy has got so much talent scored most of our goals last year if he, if he scored a better percentage of his chances he'd be scoring 50 goals a season because he misses so many as well hey, I think at the end of the day the only thing you can say at this point, hey, he's not for sale he's not for sale as a manager you, you, you can't tell the truth all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to edge your bet it's not as quite as black and white well, as you would like to be is, say Madrid come in and offer 50 million and, and for a business point of view the owners decide right we want to take that bid does that not leave the manager with well, they, they 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 in a difficult position no, no. no they've explained so. that because okay. the, the right players aren't available now you're into the last couple of weeks you're not going to replace them with anything which is no. suitable um, I think the, the stance that the owners have taken is it sends a message out to all the rest of the, 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 the players not good, you're not going to push us around and I think that's very that's very very strong that's very strong nothing that's good though for Liverpool for the change to say yeah. that we're not selling our best players Daniel Levy said he's not going anywhere and we all go oh he's going to go, he's wants, go. But, I mean, you look but in the end he went but, but in, in this case I think it, it's very important for the unity uh, of Liverpool that the clubs are sh- now this, our club is showing that uh, he means business and I thought it was very very strong from, uh, from, from John Rennie and, and I don't think he's, he speaks just flippantly I mean you've, you often hear an awful lot from the likes of Daniel Levy I think he, he plays to the, the, the press a little bit I think this time it's meaningful and I think it's, it's, it's an important stance that they've taken I think it was it was it was unbelievable. The words what he used was you can't now go back because we as fans have clung on to his every word. Mm. You're not going you're not leaving this football club. We can't get anybody in. Strong man. We it's I have actually rang Gazidis at Arsenal, told him he's not for sale and he's not going to you. Give up. Not to any club. (laughs) (laughs) Not to any club. He is for sale. And I thought unequivocal. He used Big words for me. Yeah, big words for you. It was a word for me. And I'm thinking to myself, my goodness, you you have because if it if something did come in, 50, 60 million from from Madrid, they didn't get bailed for some unknown reason. You put yourself in a position, but you've now got to carry this through for the good of our club, for the good of your word. Not we all take him at it, and I think it was a fantastic stance because he is. Where are we going to get a player of the quality of Luis Suarez if? He wants to play for the club, and if he wants and gives us all, as he has done before, mm. that is going to be the biggest sign that we see when he does come well, back. I think he will, because when it comes to the football, he loves playing football. Mm. He's one of the few guys, I think, who seems to really enjoy football. All right, agents turn their heads and all different things. 
if he gets back into it and you start winning, he'll be on board. My worry, Roy, was, was what happened in the pre-season when he came in at Melbourne yeah. and, and that, and he, and he came on and it was... And yeah, I thought, mm, yeah. I, I wasn't happy with, no, with, that, I, side, no, no, with no. that side of it. But once it's sorted, yeah, once the hopefully it's, just, it, it's, it's sorted. He's going nowhere, get on with it. I, I think then he will do it. And it's if always, he starts and he plays, the fans will warm to him. It's always dangerous when, when players do go off in the summer, and obviously they're surrounded by advisors and, 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 what, and what have you. Yeah. Once, they, once they got him back into the group, then you know, they had that chance to perhaps you know, to, to repair some of his, you know, of his impressions is and buy into the vision. So, I mean, it, it is important. And as Brendan said, you know, he's made he's made decisions allowing players to go on the basis that Suarez was going to stay. So, I, I think you know, right, Suarez, to Suarez is staying. Six games are up. Sturridge has played down the middle. Scored a handful of goals. Got really sharp. How do you how do you get these two in the, in the team? Where do you, how do you change this formation? Do you change? You've got to have a. T- I mean, as a squad these days, you've got to have a, a, a change of versatility, a change it all around. I mean, I, just to go back to the game itself, I didn't think we played brilliant. I thought we played mm. good. First half, so we played we decent, good. decent football. We created a lot of chances, but a bit more guile. We should have stuck them in, yeah. even though the keeper made some good saves. Yeah. I think it's quite nice to, to win a game when you haven't quite played your best. It's something we've not been good at. Man United to this world. Liverpool's going back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the reward-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ten years or whatever it was, they could win games on the, on, the, on the day when they didn't play great football. I heard, I've not watched all the game, but like we, we had Alamac and Ali doing the game, and he was raving about Very Liverpool. Very good first half. He was Very raving good. about well, Liverpool, and yet maybe still came into a little bit, but you're going to have to have something like that. But he was going on and saying some of the passing, some of the movement, some of the chances the created was, was, was absolutely... And, and to me, that's great, but you come back to what will happen... We've seen Suarez play on the left of a three, which studies down the middle. We've seen studies play on the left of a three, um, and Suarez now. So if this with Coutinho, who I think could be the young player of the year, um, uh, you look at those three and interchanging. That is modern football. Well, not standing still. Not standing there. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he, he likes that physical side where he's going to get. He's better moving and. and it's like, He's got an assist in him, beside he's got a goal in him. And I think if you get the movements, that is what unlocks 
That was very good, I thought, Saturday. I thought the movements of the front three. I did, but I was saying, I thought Coutinho, people were saying, like, Coutinho, I didn't think he had his best game. I thought he played all right. Just didn't you at me. He didn't just quite get the final ball at the weekend. I'm going to have to wait and have a word with Alan McInally. He called him a monster. Well, he is, he's a great player. He said he was I agree with Roy. I agree with Roy. He missed his passes slightly. Absolutely raving about Stephen in the first half, too many long balls, give you a few away. All I'm saying is that. I know we can play better. He overcooked it a little bit. And, um, I, but I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a great player, of course. You know, Steve Zeller's yeah. a great player. We'll have to have a word with him. Yeah, it's, it's about <laughs> opinions. Career. This game, isn't yeah, it? Of I course, it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, collectively, that's what that's where they they, they came good. I mean, the two fullbacks did did well going yes. forward. Johnson was a great option down the right hand side, and there was a lot of nice inter interplay. I mean, Lucas was playing a little bit more forward at times. You know, so they all joined in. It was mm. a great it was a great sort of first off. They pinned they pinned the, they pinned them in, and that that was very very encouraging. Were you happy that Henderson got a start? Yes, for me. I, I was kind of surprised. I, I mean, um, surprised because of the way he's been. I wasn't surprised because of the height. I thought he was in there for this height. Maybe his strength and his. Because uh, I did, I did yeah. think that Brendan would favour Alan ahead of Henderson, knowing the the relationship, and that, that that's you what would have Hen- given me the Henderson head. gives it a little bit more. He. He puts, he, he starts things. He closes people down. He doesn't wait for it to happen. Stand. He, he, he closes. More energy than Joe. He, he runs behind people. He makes runs. If you could put them two together, selfish running at times, Alan which and drags people. You'd, you'd have the perfect. I, I was field. glad that he was in. I must admit. I always worry a little bit about having two lesser creative players in the midfield, and I would say that about obviously um, Anderson. I wouldn't say massively creative. His running is fantastic. And uh, Lucas, if you like it, then they. Hamilton's creativity is movement, is well, running, yeah. is energy. Well, I think, that it, not I, his creativity. I think it's getting better because the likes of Cortino picks him out with a pass. Yeah, yeah. And that'll help Henderson maybe stay in the team if he's making the runs. But. Technique lets him down, though, for me. Yeah, to make the he's, best, not, yeah, he's not yeah, as fluent as some of the other players. To make it a better team, one more creative player in that midfield would be. Yeah, would be a, would be a benefit. Even when Sterling came on, it gave us another option as well, I think. Yeah, I think what was significant was that you know Brendan must have been very happy because he only made one change. I mean, and that that has happened very rarely in the uh, in, in in the past. Although I think we did look like we ran out of steam a little bit, sort of maybe 15 minutes from the end, that we didn't put them under as much pressure. And there was a little bit of a warning sign there. You thought, oh, hang on, you know, we're not really taking the game to them right right towards the end, and we allowed them to come on to us a little bit. I thought. Right, so obviously, we've been a little bit critical about certain things, which is critical. No, which is fine. So you can talk about. Yeah, you could yeah. talk about. You could especially when you win. Yeah, we sp- spoke about the positive things, but we have been critical about our little things. Being that that criticism, slight criticism we got, does that mean obviously the window's still open? There's still players to come in. Is there any players out there that well, you just think we can go for? William. Yeah, I think it's is is it just paper talk? Is it going to happen? Because he's quality. Very good. And yeah. what the other thing that he brings is goals from midfield. Does the window shouldn't make his? Transfer fee. It's not a real window, you know. It's not like that's it. I, it was. Was. I just thought, I just thought he shut it across like that. Put the sign up. I, 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 I think there's a real honest effort to get him. I feel that. And, and I, I think it's good, especially with Suarez staying. And you make statements of, look, we are after the big players. And William is one of the players who are out there who, if there's a potential to get him for about 25 million, I know they're talking about 30, but if you get him for about 25 million, because they want to sell. They have to sell. I would think that he would be a fantastic acquisition because mm. we don't have enough goals from midfield. And another sign <clears> that we are now wanting to get back into Absolutely. Premier League, um, sorry, Champions League, 
and we're not selling our best players, we're actually buying in best players. It would make a big statement if it would be a big statement. Brendan's maintained that he was going to bring the couple in. Obviously, Sissoko is uh, is on, you know, is imminent. Does he play if he comes? I like Sissoko. Whenever I whenever I saw him over the last couple of years in, in Champions League football, I think he, he's going to be a real threat for Enrique. And I think he gives you a million, lot of drive. Baby. Five or six million, it's not something for you to sit on the bench, is it, no. every week? No. I was quite surprised at the price and people saying he was back up. So hopefully, because when, back some when, players, it, when Enrique, massive players in the game, when Enrique, with Enrique has had the pressure put on him, yeah. he's produced the goods. No, you with so, now, you, you, you full back, something. I mean, so, not many, not many out and out wingers. I was talking about it last night on, on Sky. I think it was Gary Neville who was saying like fullbacks now are like because they were talking about Luke Shaw, and I like that. When you think now how wide centre backs go when the goalkeeper has the ball, and the fullbacks go, and then yeah, more or less nearly the on the halfway line, line or left over that, and you go and, and the like. We would go the other way when we played. Is the centre backs would have to be more tucked in, and we'd get the ball and start from that position, and the fullbacks would be quite in. Close to you to do the build up. I don't mean now it's a badge. modern thing. I don't mean coaching badge, and that's how they set it up when they start from the keeper. They want the full backs right up mm. and the two centre half split. Mm. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. But coaching badges, remember, remember, coaching badges are about opinions. Yeah, and no. it's about. Don't, so don't say everything you learn a coaching badges, don't take it on board. It's now the modern <laughs> I didn't. You're going to get your full backs so high up. Obviously, that that is if, if you lose the ball quickly, they've got to get. So that's where the defensive side comes in. But as we're seeing, a lot of them are now more. They're more like wing backs, if you want. Yeah, yeah. Like you, the old, yeah, yeah. You were like definitely wing backs. Yeah. You brought wing backs to the world. Yeah, but I did have three in the middle as well. But I was <laughs> anyway, just getting off the the footy from from Saturday. Jamie Carragher made his his TV debut last night. Um, there was a thing I noticed red button if you needed subtitles for Cara did you did you think you'd done okay did you enjoy his an analysis um, I must enjoyed the game and I like the idea of them yeah. but I'm not too the, the technology bit is a yeah, bit overplayed for me that's all I say I like the, the two guys having the banter and talking with each other because I think that, that's good but the technology bit even trying to work it sometimes and if you press a button it doesn't work it's it's, it's not, and it takes away the for me because you're trying to control the te- non-technological side. Yeah, hey, hey, it takes away a bit out of your brain what you're trying to talk about in the football bit as well. I think you under threat, I, 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 I No, no, he's, he's to, get on, to get on our show. You've got to really be. No, no, no let's go back. Let's go back. You've got to be ninety if you want to get on your show, Tom. Let's go back twelve months. Let's go back twelve months. Gary never first coming on. Yeah. Looked like a fish up a tree, didn't he? Oh, Looked very nervous. Looked very. Oh, it was a fish out of water. No, fish up a tree. <laughs> and. Is it? You, and you, you looked at him, very nervous, sort of was talking very, very quickly, um, getting into. It is hard doing that and getting hard. straight. Although Cara's done a, a lot of work and I know he has at home with the yeah. machines, it's still, when that red light goes, it was go- it's always going to be difficult. Yeah. And how good did Gary Neville become? Even. Liverpool fans were. Yeah, this fellow's good. Carrot, yeah. It was a very, very. I thought he did for a fair show doing that. That was a long time, by the way. You look at it, and then the discussion all the goals analysis as well. Yeah. And the game's gone like that. I know we can sit here and say, and I think it's too much. If, if I'm being honest, I agree. but Roy, yeah. I agree. but it's the way the game is now, yes. and people are wanting more and more knowledge. 
Sky do this and they're trying to be Well they're competing against BT as well aren't they? Well it's not only that, over the years they've, they've, they've tried to be different and they've tried to bring new things on uh, uh, technology is, mm. is rapid, rapidly gone before us so they're trying to keep there and ahead of themselves if you want and sometimes we'll all go in another five or ten years' time, we'll all just be taken as as an acceptable part. We'll be playing the of game the without the players, won't they? Absolutely. <laughs> but I think sometimes it's, it's opter analysis now and mm-hmm. pros on analysis. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the things of how far they've run and how many where, where, how many passes have been taking place. So the Americans have been doing it for years, haven't they? Mm-hmm. They've make it a better product. No. But I mean, I think if you, if you have if you think of some great goals years ago, I mean, and you, you have that memory of it being a great goal, you don't know. Obviously, there were mistakes along the way. You're not, you weren't told of the, of the mistakes that went on. These days, I think we harp on too much about why it happened and, and you then say, well, if you'd have moved here, and it, it wouldn't have all happened. And sometimes it's taken away a little bit no, of the no, enjoyment of, of, of a goal. Yeah. Every goal could be stopped by, was, the, by the sounds of it. He you was know. talking about... Um, Who's the centre-half for Swansea, the, the big lad? Uh, Ashley Williams, yeah. yeah. And it was, um, it was Valencia's goal. And he spoke about... Ashley Williams getting too tight in the first five minutes and Van Persie ending up getting ahead of him. Mm. And then he said, just watch his back leg. And his back leg took half a step back. And that was his reason for why they conceded the goal about five minutes later. And it was just, I agree with Dave, I just think they look now for something so minute in a mistake. It's modern technology and you have to go with it, but one thing it will never tell you is that a player's attitude when they go on the pitch and as, as yeah. a manager and a coach... A, a, one thing I'm really pleased about Liverpool, but, which they haven't done maybe in the past few seasons, they started the game really well on Saturday. Mm. Pesce on their ball, good passing, good tempo, and things like that. They're the type of things that, for me, are more interesting than... Well, the, the, that, that was good. I think one of the key points of the game was when Huth hit the crossbar. I mean, that woke Liverpool up a little bit, because yeah. had that gone in, I mean, the game would have been completely Tough different right, I mean yeah. it would have been really uh, a tough afternoon so I, I think you know th- there wasn't enough that was kind of missed really in, in, in the in the assessment of, of the game but I mean that was an open an open tough chance and, uh, and Liverpool did sort of I think liven a little bit after that one right, let's just talk about the, the weekend in general and standout results for you um, probably Fulham's at Sunderland ok um, what was it nine new players De Canio yeah, exactly. And mm. sometimes I think I think it was when Roy Keane was there a few years ago, and he made about twelve signings, mm. and everybody went. Mm. And it was a lot of unknown players, average players, and they all come in, a few foreign players, and you went, mm-hmm. it's quantity more than quality, mm. and that's what I worry about the Canio side. And I, I think he's, him and Holloway and Mourinho it's a gamble, are be isn't it? Great. It is very much a gamble. But none more so than Fulham, because I don't think Fulham have strengthened at all. They've just got Scott Parker, um, who I think is a good signing for them. Mm. But for me, they look too lightweight. And I was thinking, you know, to wrapped and Berbatov mm. up front, you're going, oh, goodness. You open the fancy, don't you? And I was tipping them to be my relegation with Hull and with um, Crystal Palace. And so I, I was quite shocked at that result, being away from home as well, which they've been. Poor travellers for the last three or four years. Fulham not taking Bent. Bent, uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't think he's. You know, they're not. um, Berbatov have scored 15 goals only last season. I mean, despite what he. um, I agree with Samo. You're always wondering with them two, Trapton. Yeah. 
Babs off whether they fancy oh, yeah. it anyway. They're going oh, yeah, they said Babs not had a shocker. Did he? You know, I read in the papers, but you don't believe the papers. Anything, but just reading the papers, he said shocker was Babs off. I believe you were writing to t shirts out before the game. You know, Tarap that is. Give the ball to me. Not just me getting it back for the rest of the game. What was your standout result? Well, my standout result for me is Liverpool. Okay. And I'll tell you why, because again, it's, it's, it's winning our opening match for me is a, well, is, is a massive, well it's, a, it's an important thing yeah. as well, it's just I mean, momentum. And, and it's, it's, it's 2008, since we won our that was the first time we won an opening fixture. And to win it for me, when I, I think we can play better. Yeah. Okay, so it was Stoke, and I'm not saying Stoke are a fantastic team, they are what they are and they're difficult to beat, but... For us to get a good start is so important. Because last year, last year, Villa and Arsenal, yeah. the Villa was always great. I'm pleased. I'm pleased for Villa in a, in a way because he stuck to his guns last season, and, yeah. and obviously uh, a lot of promising young players. And I think they're going, they're going to have a much better season, Villa. And the fact that they, you know, got somewhere like Arsenal on the first day, and that that will be a big lift for them. I, I, did, I, did, the, I did the game, Davy, and for the first for the first twenty minutes, they couldn't get out of their own half. Mm. But that's to me is, and when they scored. If you want a great bit of play by Agbonlahor, and I think that's when, because the crowd, you could sense it. All this not spending the money, they've gone there hoping, scored after six minutes, everybody's really happy. But as we've known in the past, you get a goal scored against you, and the confidence just drained. Why? Why? When we look at Arsenal, I mean, I've been saying it for two or three seasons now. You look at Arsenal years ago with the Advier Petit, you know, real leaders, real physical players that could play as well. And I think everyone's been pointing out the fact that Arsenal have never had this this leader for the last maybe two or three seasons. And then they start the season, and in the middle of the park, they got Wilkshire. Without shadow of a doubt, what a fantastic talent he is. And then you've got Rizisky around, and you've got Ramsey, them three in midfield. Now, if I'm looking at a team sheet before a game, and I'm looking at that, and I'm playing in midfield, I'm thinking, I'm, I fancy this today against these three. Why hasn't he not gone out and bought this, this marquee, tough tough centre midfielder you look at Man City last night he's really sign, what's, what's the lad in midfield they're going to sign Pal, not Paulinho Fernandinho yeah. big tough might be Brazilian but he can play and he can put a tackle about he would have suited Arsenal in you look at him he's 28 in, in his early he days he wouldn't put his money down why hasn't Arsene Wenger gone and bought a player in, in, in sticks out a million miles in his early days by the way Arsene Wenger was great at going out and getting players now from, for some reason he Can't seems it, to be frightened about I mean, he, he, he overthinks the, the money I mean He's not spending his own money. He's spending the, hmm. the, the, the 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 company's money. Obviously, the fans are paying top dollar, and they're not seeing they're not seeing a great sign in there. I think I think Wenger has become all powerful, and it's his decisions. Well, it goes Gazidis, right down now, doesn't it? His Gazidis, power goes right down to the academy when, level. When David Dean David Dean would sit with um, Wenger, discuss things and see, and he would as much make the decision and do the deal. Whereas I think now Wenger's got his fingerprints over every deal yeah. and every price that, not that the well, in the club as well. He goes, and I think that's got authority over everything, hasn't it? Detrimental to I the football club. Yeah. And you look in the past, as you say, you were talking about the team there, but he bought them, he took them for little money, and made them into a star. And that's what he always used to like to do. Buying, buying these players. But why did he sit and wait now for the? To the end of the transfer market. I mean, the, mm, you, I you, 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 in the summer, Probably. that's when you start. I mean, at the end of the season, you start. Yeah, now you start. You know, you're looking. Who are you going to bring in? Did you see his interview after the game? And he went like that. Yeah. He, he, he attacked 
the, the, you tell me, you tell me, who's out there to buy? Who's out there? Yeah, but who's out there at the end of the season? A couple of weeks ago, everybody's signing. But um, Spurs just last week signed Soldado. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so but you do your, you do your work so, at the end of the season. Soldado and Alonso. You know, yeah. you, you, you know, you, you, you're going to go for at the end of the season, unless you've got that. Well, they, they, had, they had two big, they had two big ones last year because Ola and uh, Podolski. And this year, they, they obviously they they set this stall out to get Suarez. Um, no, he signed him uh, the year before. Um, but then, uh, but now to come in for Kabai over the last twenty four hours. I mean, is Kabai going to really change things? I mean, are you going to look across the midfield? They're all the same height. You got Arteta who's out, but I mean, still no. They're all like for like, aren't they? And why can't he see? Of, uh, why can't know, he see yeah, this? Would he have gone for Kabai two weeks ago? No. Well, uh, yeah, no. why didn't he? I, I, I suppose think he the was transfer policy why, is, is up in the air. I think yeah. again, once you, once you start thinking that you are the be-all and end-all of the whole thing, running every department of your football yeah. club, you've got a problem. I mean, as a, as a manager of the, of the first team at Liverpool or whatever it is, you're interested in what's below you and you've got people in place who are doing all the right things for you at the end of the day, and you, you have an interest. But if you start... Trying to get involved in everything. You, 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 you the pressure. What was Mark Hughes's comment. I know it's it's not at that level, maybe, but Mark Hughes's comment. What he did at QPR. Yeah. He tried to he tried to manage uh, run a football club yeah. rather than. He's not the chairman or the CEO. Rather He's than take care of the team. Yes. Yeah. And he, he said, pressure? "I lost my focus." Yeah. Yeah. Mark Hughes. No, 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 no not Mark game. Hughes. Arsene Wenger. <laughs> Arsene Wenger. Yes, yeah. huge game tomorrow. Yes. Absolutely massive game. I mean, having said that, I mean, the, the man's been there and he's been Champions League, Champions League, Champions League. Has he taken them as far as he can? Maybe. But at the end yeah. of the day, it's still about winning things, isn't it? Mm. I mean, is he ha- I wouldn't be just happy just getting into the Champions League. It's, it's, I know it's, that's where you want to be, but winning something as well, a cup, t- a cup final or something like that, they've just, with the, with the ability they've had, Arsenal, they've not. Something must be going on behind the scenes that you know we're all not party to. Whether or not, how the, the, run, the running of the club, you know, the the ownership uh, problem. Um, there clearly is, you know, there's a there's there's, there's, there's right factions behind the it, yeah. behind the scenes. They're not they're not unified. So, the, so obviously the first week's over, and we've we all picked our. I mean, you must have been asked a million times. Your, your winners of the Premier League, your teams that are going to go down. Has, has anything? Changed, I think you said Fulham. Oh, not really. Oh, uh, Fulham, uh, Crystal Palace, and Hull to go down. Palace looked all right for I, me. I, I think, mm-hmm. and again, it's hard with the, with the window not shutting. Yeah. But for me, Manchester United will win the league again. Why? People say because everybody goes Chelsea and because of the Mourinho effect, but he can't play. Um, and then you've got sort of Man City with their signs who looked good last night. Newcastle were dreadful, but to me, Manchester United know how to do it. And until the window shuts. I'll tell you, if Rooney does go to Chelsea, but I don't think it'll happen, Chelsea will win the league. What do you think of the Fellaini Baines bid by Moyes? Leaving Everton, knowing their value, knowing he's got this love affair with Everton, and all of a sudden he, he has to go to Man United. I agree. But is that, was it a bit detrimental to, to Everton? Was it a bit? I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I think it was awful. That's, that's, yeah. When they're saying 12 million for um, they bid 12 million for Baines, so that means that is 16 million for Fellaini. I've de-upped the money for Baines a bit, and so that means Fellaini's worth about twelve, mm. and the two and a plus the they time. Have, people are saying, "Is mm. it was it was it Moyes or was it Woodward, the new fellow who okay. took over?" And they've got a similar thing of what, what's happened now at at Arsenal. 
when well, whoever took over from David Dean and whoever takes over from David Gill you've got to be a good negotiator mm. now if they not got it right and people are going oh well it wasn't David, David Moyes he went of course he knows what's happening of course, happened. Does, of course he knows and if you didn't you would go absolutely spare and it's, it's the same it's the same thing at Everton David Moyes for what happened there I don't know why compensation wasn't, wasn't given to Everton Football Club because David Moyes was in Alex Ferguson's house two, two weeks two and a half weeks before the season finished it's a legal approach mm. the yeah, Fellaini valuation is, is, is way off because wasn't up until no, July the 1st because he couldn't join Man United until mm. July the 1st it's a length of contract so, you get so the length of contract yeah. why didn't they give him 3 million they had to pay 3 million for, for Roberto Martinez that's, that's it goes it's, I mean, you just mentioned a good point there. Timing of it. Should the window shut before the season starts? I think that would help everybody. I think. I think it makes you respond a little bit quicker and get your deals in in, in place. Why, why uh, it? I think it was. Yeah. Um, well, maybe to Evan. Evan, I've got a history of like selling. They saw so Rooney on the deadline date, didn't they? Because they didn't want to spend the money. I don't think when it came in and things like that. So, it, a, a, a universal deadline would be a lot easier for. For managers of well, obviously, you know the fact that it, it is Europe-wide. I mean, the leagues start a little bit later. Italy uh, hasn't yet started. Spain have not yet started, so it has to be extended for for their purposes. You know, so their their season finishes slightly well, later. Well. If you, if you Barcelona win seven now. Yeah. That started. That's oh, started. Yeah. Uh, Spain started the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, 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 Italy. Yeah, if they uh, came back, Italy if they came yet, back so a week day, and we went on a week. I mean, just somewhere in the middle would be. It, easy. it makes sense that that, it, that it's, it's important. Like you, start, you yeah. can do that. You can um, when the season starts, or because it is Europe-wide. You what you would have to do is say right, uh, all the leagues start on on the, um, the the first weekend there. It's, it's the second of September, is it? It's yeah. all the leagues start then. And I, and I know it's all difficult, the logistics of it all, because some finishes always said after them. Something has to be done, because it's not. And the ones who are going to suffer are the ones who are maybe not in that top six. The ones who are going to get the best players ripped from them, yeah, as yeah, Arsenal might true. do. Nowhere else to go. And, and they've got nowhere yeah. else to go. Yeah, they yeah. can't bring in yeah, better yeah. players. So that, that, that is the difficult scenario. The big ones, because they've got better, bigger and better squads, they can... They, they can get on and like Liverpool are doing like Man United they're mm. not going anywhere so that and I think Spurs are actually playing it very well because Spurs are buying players mm. already and once they get the deal structured properly with Bale they'll be in a That's good position the next question is, is Bale the trigger to because it's really sparked off this transfer window well, yet, well, um, um, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> where, where Tottenham, Tottenham haven't really got 60 million to spend on a normal day to day situation what I'm saying so, is will, will the bail will the bail deal trigger everything else off will it trigger Rooney will it trigger well, it has it, it, it has done um, Spurs spending obviously Bale's going I mean there's no, no two questions you know no two ways about that um, there, there will be one or two desperate you know desperate moves I mean I wouldn't rule out again Rooney could end up at Arsenal well, I mean, United um, made a marquee signing you know yeah. I mean if United if United if United uh, really get well, they get Fellaini and Baines. I mean, they're going to really uh, savage Everton. I mean, that's, they're too yeah, matter. They're too very, very players. late in the. Uh, this is the Everton, the, by the way. Who in the passed window. everybody. In yeah, the first we did. Seen yeah. that. Yeah. Pa- passes completed. Martinus effect is working already, isn't it? Different. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's about scoring goals. Isn't it? it's scoring up goals up and winning games. That's it. So I think one big surprise this week is Mark Wright turning fifty. Surprise for me, he looks no. seventy. Surprise for me, he looks seventy. 70 yeah. <laughs> I 
Tell us all of the me. He looks it. I had a picture with him the other day. He looked like a garden gnome. Big red rosy cheeks. Did you see him in uh, Vegas? He was mixing with the stars. He was with Harry Styles from uh, One Direction. And um, Rod Stewart. He was with him. Do you know Rod Stewart? Uh, yeah. He used to come to the games, didn't he? He used to train on his football pitch. That's right, yeah. I had the conversation. Yeah. He used, he has a, he's got a football pitch in his I'll back garden, hasn't he? He's he's the arena. Are you going to go and see him? Yeah. When's he on? Seventeenth uh, of September, I think it is. Okay, I'm not a Rod fan. I must admit. Ah, oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, but you've got no taste of it. Yeah, Billy Ocean. I went to see him the other week. He was really good. So, um, so who've we got coming up next? Notts County in the cup. Villa, Villa. Sunday. Sunday. Villa Sunday. This Saturday, sorry. Villa Saturday. Yeah. Does he play? Does he play the same team? I would think they deserve to play um, another game. Right. That's that's my opinion. When you when you have such a start. There's, there's very Villa did very very well but I think you can what you do you with Aston Villa you've got to make sure that you switch on when you lose the ball mm. um, yeah. we've got to play our game they're at home so they're under pressure to attack normally they like to sit back and counter but if we play the way we can and we've done it at Phillip Park a number of times we pass it as good as we can we get in between the very rash at the back Yeah, I think we can we can get at them it was like the game at home last year against Villa. We could have won the game in the first 15 minutes, end up getting beat by them by chasing left them. Yeah, the unnerved Villa, perhaps at home. I mean, that's where they had their problems last year. The crowd, you know, perhaps were uh, weren't a help to, to Villa. Uh, I mean, years gone by. I mean, they're a great crowd down oh, there. Yeah, no, they're, they're sure to be happy, obviously, after the, the result of the weekend. But they played Chelsea, Chelsea on Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. so yeah. so they've got a tricky week, Villa. I mean, that, that it's a good time to be playing Villa. So uh, just score. We'll finish on this. I think Liverpool can uh, can go and win, and um, you know why not? Uh, one two for us. One two. One two. One two. Are we just starting? Yeah, one two. One two. <laughs> one two. One two. <laughs> I, I, do you know something? I quite like that, David. That's what I was thinking. Myself. What one two or Liverpool no, win? Liverpool to win two one. Two. Liverpool to win two one. Yeah. Villa <laughs> <Hey? laughs> won. Yeah, I think we can we can go there and get a result. Um, again, I'd be happy with the one nil. Happy with one nil. Lads, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks very much for your company. Great. Thanks, Jason. It's all right. Five times of going on tour. Join John Barnes, Jan Mulby, Jason McAteer, John Aldridge, and Diddy Harmon live at the Empire Belfast on the 29th of August and the Academy Dublin on the 30th of August. If you are a Liverpool fan, you will not want to miss this amazing night of cheers, cheers, and loads of beers. For tickets and more information, visit www.fivetimes.co or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Five Times Tour. Don't miss out. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.